Welcome to Beyond Synth. Please note, Beyond Synth is an explicit program and may contain inappropriate language. Listener discretion is strongly advised. Hey there, welcome to the show. My name is Andy Last and you are listening to Beyond Synth, episode 102. Or episode 102 if you're a cool guy or gal. It's all good. How's everybody doing today? Hope everyone's having a lovely day or night. Whenever you're listening to this, you're allowed to listen to this whenever you want. That's the best part, is the freedom of choice to listen to this podcast whenever you want to. Like, for example, I am recording this today at 4 in the morning. It's literally 4.13 a.m. So if I'm talking a little softer right now, it's because I I don't want to wake anybody up. Because I don't want to destroy any illusions about how you think this show is recorded. But uh, it's recorded in my house. In my lavish million-dollar studio. Anyways, uh, today on the show is Time Cop 1983, and uh, we have a fun chat. I should warn you, there is some bad language in this one. You know, I always find it fun when I talk to people from different countries, and I like to ask them about their swear words, and so we find out the... (laughs) The Dutch equivalent of the C word, which is the K word in the Netherlands. So I hope you enjoy that. So just a fair warning. If, you, if you're offended by the C word, you are going to be offended during this conversation. But if you're a cool person who's not an asshole, who doesn't get offended by words, then uh, you'll be fine. And I hope that that's what my audience is or else they probably pissed off all the time by this show um beyond synth is brought to you by down to jam by the way that's a free website that helps musicians around the world connect based on musical compatibility if you're looking for a partner to jam with or to fill a spot in your band you're going to want to check out down to jam.com and sign up that's d-o-w-n-t-o-j-a-m.com now let's listen to some music this is a cool track from Calax. From his new album, this is Time Lapse.
And that was Time Lapse by Kallax. Get into it. I don't know. That's going to be my new uh, music thing. I only really say that's a cool track or I dug that one. So I need some new phrases to say when I'm done listening to music. So if you want to help me out, let me know. What are some things you say when you're done listening to a song? I'm not a very good broadcaster. And um, if you saw the Beyond Synth YouTube channel this week, you will see that I made an announcement. Uh, Marco Merrick, who uh, used to host Synthetic Sundays, is going to be joining Beyond Synth for a weekly segment called Keeping It 80s with Marco Merrick. And that is going to start very soon, maybe even next week. And uh, that should be fun. So basically every show now, Marco is going to join me for a little segment. I think it's probably going to be around like 15 minutes or so. And he's going to talk about some of his favorite songs that week. And uh, we'll chat about it and stuff. So that should be cool. And uh, everyone who watched the video seemed to have a lot of positive feedback. So people are excited for that. And uh, that should be fun. Marco's a fun guy. And if you haven't yet seen the video announcement, uh, go check it out on the Beyond Synth YouTube page. And of course, remember to check out all the Beyond Synth stuff. The Beyond Synth SoundCloud page. That's soundcloud.com slash beyond hyphen synth there's facebook.com slash beyond dot synth dot podcast and of course you can follow me on twitter at andy last and if you're listening to beyond synth on power 85 on uh, thursday nights at 8 p.m you should also check out power 85 radio on twitter and also project friday fm it's just a cool thing you should do that's all you like to do cool things, right? Let's go to the junk email folder real fast. We're just going to do a little quick one today, just because I got this thing and it just confuses the shit out of me. Uh, so let's go. Here we go. So, you know, when you get junk email, you know, there's a specific scam and some of them are very clever. You know, it looks exactly like an email from Amazon, but they're like, oh, there's something wrong with your credit card information and you need to, uh, you know, retype in your shit or whatever. And that's fine. Then sometimes you get these junk emails that I don't even understand how they would even fool an old person. Like a lot of the times the scam is to trick people who aren't very computer savvy. But then you'll get these emails that are clearly written by robots that don't seem like they're designed to really trick anyone. So I get this email. Here is the subject line. Throughout long years of our practice, we have gathered unmatched experience in pharmacy! Exclamation mark. And then the first line of the email, and this is the whole email, is this. Luxuriously stowed up space is incorporated in LifeWing's program yet another later. Practice and burned at acquainted with tissues as whatever go high. That's it. It's from... And that was from Canadian Pills. (laughs) Who is that supposed to fool? I don't even get it. Anyone who's going to click on that email is just going to be like, well, this is a bunch of fucking gibberish and they're not going to click the link. So if someone can help me out with this, I I just don't get it and I've never got it. And on the... (laughs) 
<laughs> and it's just a little quick thing, but on the subject of bots, because obviously that was written by a robot, a few weeks ago, I, on Twitter, I just wrote, Zelda is as good as everyone says it is, because I've been playing Breath of the Wild, and I just was like, you know, sometimes I see people who seem to respond weirdly or defensively when a game gets universally great reviews. You know, like when a game comes out and it gets 10 out of 10 on a bunch of websites, there's always that, like, nerd that can't handle the idea that it might just be a great game, and so they have to be, they have to have a problem with it. So I was just saying that it's it's as good as everyone says it is, that's all. And then I get an... <laughs> I get a response from... There's a few bots. Well, there's a lot of bots, actually, that follow my Twitter account. And some of them, they have these, like, weird responses to things. So I said, <laughs> Zelda is as good as everyone says it is. And then I get this reply from Kiji Ebooks, who says, Learn what Superman ice cream is. <laughs> what does that mean? Sometimes I think this is all just code for something. Anyways, let's listen to a song and uh, we'll do some more business. This is Earmake. I think that's how you say that. With a track, In Your Dreams.
That was In Your Dreams by Earmake. That's a cool song. You can uh, check out his page. Actually, don't forget that on the SoundCloud Beyond Synth page, if you click on the Show More button, you'll get all the artist links to all the artists I feature on the show. So if you dug that song, you can uh, check out all the links. And then you can be like, ooh, Earmake, that sounds cool. Does he have a band camp? And you'd be like, well, yes, he does. And then you can check out those links from there and uh, support all these cool artists. So listen, let's go to the Patreon. So Beyond Synth has a Patreon. I think you know what that is. Patreon is a way you can donate money to the show. It's kind of like a Kickstarter, except it's a monthly donation system. So you can donate as little as a dollar a month up to 3000 or 4000 Somebody donate 4000 <laughs> You can literally become the producer of the show. It'll be a great title for you. You can tell all your rich friends. You can be like, I produce a podcast, you know? I'll give you producer credit. You want to give me $4,000 a month, I will give you producer credit. I'll say whatever you want. <laughs> this is the idea. I'll just let everybody know how big of a sellout I can be. You give me 4000 a month, I'll be a fucking shill for the oil companies. I'll do whatever. Anyways, uh, so don't... <laughs> So if you want to uh, donate and support Beyond Synth, it would uh, mean a lot to me. It does mean a lot to me. And uh, the more people that donate, it allows me to make the show even bigger and better. We got goals to reach. And every time we reach one of those goals, we add new features to the show. We add, uh, we're working on a video version of Beyond Synth right now, which is going to be cool. And I can't wait to start showing you guys because I've been doing tests for the show. It's still going to be, it's still many months away, but it's coming. Anyway, I want to thank some new donors this week. We got Tom Rock. Robinson, Thanks, Tom Robinson. You're a cool guy uh, for supporting Beyond Synth. We also have Mikey X. Or is it Mickey X? I, I recognize your thing. You've been listening to the show for years, but I never really said your name out loud. Mickey X or Mikey X? Anyways, thank you for donating, dude. Let me know how to pronounce your name, and I'll pronounce it correctly next time. And now we're going to go to my lovely $5 donors. There's Kai. There's Saloya. There's Joe and Lando. And in actual fact, Joe, of Joe and Lando fame, he's the one who did that Nagel inspired Inspired image of me that I used in the Marco Merrick announcement video. So at the end where there's that music video part where we play the new hoo-ha jingle and there's sort of like a Nagel-inspired art. It's Patrick Nagel, right? Anyway, Joe's the one who did that. So uh, thanks to him. And uh, thank you to Roman and Devious Raven and Bobby B and Johnny Turnal and Dougie Fresh and Lame Robot and Mono Memory and Florence Bullock and Matthew Lister and Simon Norberg and Vailingo and Nougat Ninja, Mike Shima, the Rosconian, Night Raptor, who we're going to hear from shortly because I'm going to play a track from his album, which is pretty cool. Then there's Stu M and Ross Pentland, Dana Jean Phoenix, Tristan Waits, Rawl Pud, Aled or Aled. We still got to get confirmation on how to say that. A new $5 donor this month, Grant Bouvier. This month? <laughs> this week? 
Grant Bouvier. Thank you, Grant Bouvier. You're a cool guy. Bouvier is uh, Marge Simpson's maiden name. A little trivia for you, Grant. But uh, thank you so much for donating to the show. Uh, it means a lot to me. You're a cool guy. Thank you very much. And then there's Ethan Hennings. And of course... The Donation of the Beast. There's Hellroy and Lucas Ceballos, Blake Peterson, and Carm, all donating 666, The Donation of the Beast. But then Max Hutchings has tried to outdo them by donating 667, which is one cent better than The Donation of the Beast. And you have to ask yourself, is 667 more evil because it's a larger number? I'm not very good at numerology, but uh, thank Thank you all very much for donating. And now, my lovely $10 Pattersons. There's Jake Last, Trevor Resnick, Colin Bennett, Fraser Davidson, Victor Garza, Ezra Van Dam, Winfield, Will Lowe, Nathaniel Rivera, Polly Digital, The Angry Rambo Show, Slunks, Greg Smith, Ashley Keegan and Jacob Wick. And we got two new $10 donors this week, uh, which is exciting. We got Joshua Evanson, who's a really cool guy. I don't know if you know too much about Joshua Evanson, but I do. I don't. And... uh, But I know he's a cool guy because he's donating to Beyond Synth. So thanks, dude. I really appreciate it. Yeah, man, you're a cool guy. And then there's Tim... Walmsley. Hey, Tim Walmsley, how are you? You're just as cool as Joshua Evanson. You know why? Because you donate to Beyond Synth, and that makes you a cool guy automatically. Maybe if I can get some merch going for the show, I can just give out uh, badges. There are pins that people can wear that allows the world to know that they're cool guys and gals because, uh, you know, if you donate to Beyond Synth, that's what you are. And uh, thank you very much for your support. And, of course, the king of the Pattersons this week is Chris Dance with his... His uh, awesome $25 donation, which makes him the king of the Pattersons, Chris Dance. So thanks, dude, and thank you all for your support of Beyond Synth. Let's listen to a track. This is Night Raptor featuring Star Force. This is Revelation.
And that was Night Raptor featuring Star Force with the track Revelation. And that's a cool song. Night Raptor was on the show a few weeks ago when I did the listener call-in show. But he's also a talented artist. In fact... A lot of people who listen to Beyond Synth are also synth musicians themselves. And uh, and I acknowledge that, and it's cool. Uh, you know, it's a place where people can uh, listen to new stuff and get inspired and uh, make music themselves. So I think that's totally cool. Totally cool. I, <laughs> I don't know if I really have time to do any mail sack this week, but I will remind you all that if you do want to send a letter to the mail sack, you can contact me the same way you would send me tracks. Uh, either at the Beyond Synth Facebook or the Twitter account or the SoundCloud. You can just send me a message and you can uh, title the message Mail Sack. M-A-I-L-S-A-C-K. You can write me a letter and I'll read it on the show in the Mail Sack segment. But uh, this part of the show is already going too long, so I'll read some more next week. We'll do that. It'll be a lot of fun. So... How about this? I have one more track I want to play, which we're going to do. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I have to mention before we go to it. Uh, you know, all the jingles on Beyond Synth are done by Hoo-Ha. That's at the Hoo-Ha on Twitter. And of course, the theme song for Beyond Synth is by Ogre. And it is the track Sure Thing off the album Calico Braun. It's a great song, one of the best. And I'm always very happy that he's allowed me to use it for the show, man, because it's fucking kick-ass. So here's a new song that I'm going to play you right now. This is from The Universe, and this track is called Multiverse.
And that was Multiverse by The Universe. Uh, lots of verses there, and that's a cool song. I dig it. You should dig it, too. And what else? I think that's all I got for you right now. So let's go to my conversation with Time Cop 1983. Hope you guys are having a lovely day, and uh, hope you enjoy our chat. Here you go. All right, man. So I think it's working. Right, perfect. So how's it going? I'm all right. Thank you. Finally, we're talking. So, <laughs> Well, I should uh, <laughs> properly introduce you. So uh, I am now talking to Time Cop 1983. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> hey, Andy, how are you? How do you pronounce your name? I always say it in Dutch. Uh, I always say Time Cop in English, but then 1983 in Dutch. So uh, I guess it should be t- Time Cop 1983 in English then. Why? What do you say? I, I say Time Cop 1983. Time Cop 1983. 1983. 1983. <laughs> yeah, like that. <laughs> <laughs> Are you Dutch? Yeah, man. Born, born and raised. Oh, wow. No, but how do you pronounce your like your actual name it's Jordi Yo, so it is with a soft J because I, I, t- I had um, Dynatron on the show I, uh, yep, uh, a little while ago yeah and that was another one where I'm just like I never knew how to say his name and now it's yeah a, you say Jeppy or yeah yeah <laughs> with <laughs> me it's the same it's Jordi so uh, it's also people from I think it's from Newcastle or something in the, in the UK yes they, yeah they call yeah, them Jordi. Jordi's like Jordi Shore and, uh, with the TV show but it doesn't matter I mean call me Time Cop Call me Jordy, call me Jordy, whatever you want. Well, I'll call you Jordy, right? Because that's how you... So is, is that okay, the way, it, like, if I say Jordy, or do I have to be yeah, like, Jordy? that's perfect. No, yeah. <laughs> well, it's, an, it's a Spanish name originally, so if you can say Jordy, that's, it's okay as well. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if it's going to sound great, me calling you Jordy. <laughs> no, that's all right, man. Just call me whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> Jordy, okay. Jordy, Jordy, yeah, it's, it's not yeah, going to work. Yeah, something like that, nah. <laughs> Anyways, man, so you are, you are a Dutch person. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Born and raised. I think you're the first Dutch person I've had on the show. Yeah, there's not many Dutch synthwave producers, so that could be right. Yeah, I'm honored. Good. Tell me, tell me a bit about uh, being Dutch. Yeah, <laughs> being Dutch is great. I mean, yeah, <laughs> no, it's all right, man. The weather is shitty here, but uh, especially now, there's a really big storm uh, uh, coming over the country now. So uh, I'm here in the studio. Sometimes the roof is squeaking so hard, I'm, I'm like ducking, or is it going to collapse or not? So that's the weather here. Yeah, yeah. But uh, overall, yeah, it's a great country to be in. There's a, a, a synthwave scene coming up, so that's really great for me, actually. I'm doing some, some live gigs in the Netherlands now as well well doing more and more so uh, for me it's great you know well, that's cool yeah yeah for sure what else what else goes on over there you got uh, lots of people smoking dope what else yeah they're uh, legalizing it now they're regulating it so the, the the government is going to produce the weed or they're thinking about it they just passed a law for it i i think but uh yeah there's o- o- only stone people on the road everywhere you go there's like people lying in a ditch and <laughs> it's just the, the usual thing <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's not that bad. Only yeah. in Amsterdam, the, there's a few coffee shops. Well, there are coffee shops all around the country, but mm. uh, only in Amsterdam, it's 
kind of a problem i think but it's mostly because of tourists they don't know how to behave and they, they smoke so much so <laughs> but it's all right <laughs> well that's the thing man i mean that's the cliche of amsterdam right because that's all anybody yeah. ever talks about about that place yeah hookers cheese wooden shoes and joints or coffee shops in amsterdam that's all all there is i would say <laughs> probably weed and hookers is at the top of that list yeah. <laughs> but uh, i guess cheese is on there too i don't know <laughs> yep good at Cheese. If there's some way to combine all of these things. <laughs> yeah, that would be great. That yeah. would be great. <laughs> I will be there all day today, then. <laughs> so, man, you're telling me what, you're in a storm right now? Is it storming at your place? Yeah, it is. It's Well, it's not that bad, actually, but uh, uh, they said it would be worse, but it's kind of storming so the, the the roof is going all crazy in my attic but uh yeah it's not too bad it's just raining all day and uh, kind of windy so yeah, yeah we'll yeah. get over it yeah <laughs> <laughs> i guess we should uh, start talking about the music here yeah uh, finally. time cop well finally <laughs> <laughs> i i have ways on this show to push the music talk right to the very end so if there's if you want to talk about hookers for another 10 minutes i could probably do that <laughs> that's all right man let's talk about the music yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so time cop are you, are you a fan of the film time cop or was that just a cool sounding thing to you well i don't think it's cool but uh i actually haven't seen the movie at all ever oh uh, maybe <laughs> you, you might change your band name if you did yeah <laughs> <laughs> I probably should because I hate it. But <laughs> but uh, uh, when I started making music uh, or when I started making Synthwave, I uh, uh, wanted to put my music online on SoundCloud. And uh, I had to think of a name. And I was a pretty big fan of Future Cop back then. Mm. And uh, I was thinking about, okay, what, what kind of name do I want? Well, it's something with Cop or something. So I probably Time Cop and then uh, my birth year, 1983. Time Cop 1983, yes sounds all right so i made an account on uh, soundcloud and i just never got rid of it and now it's so me i guess so yeah, uh, yeah. I, I don't mind it that much anymore but i, I wish i had picked another name yeah. <laughs> when i started <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i've never seen the time cop movie of uh, jean-claude van damme so i probably should watch it i played the uh, super nintendo uh, video game last week and it kind of sucked so if that's uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, like all those old license games are never good. Oh man, but Time Cop yeah. is like it, it, on the top of the worst games ever. You, you, if you have the chance, you should look it up on YouTube or something. It's just so so bad. Oh, no, I'll play it. I like I like going back and playing all these old games. It's fun to me. Me too. I bought a, a Retro Pie. I got one too, but I have an issue because I um, I really wanted to play arcade games. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. And it's not compatible with all the titles which was a bit of an issue for me because uh i wanted it specifically for the arcade not not necessarily uh, yeah. the super nintendo and the sega genesis stuff but so i still have it i don't know maybe i'll sell yeah, it to yeah. somebody i don't know what to do we should uh, hey but let's listen yeah. to some fucking music here let's start <laughs> let's dive into the uh the time cop library here yeah and we're gonna go back we're gonna go back to the beginning to the beginning because wow. you got a cool sound you uh which I think you refer to as dreamy romantic synth wave, which yeah. pretty much sums up your style. Well, thanks. This is uh, from the Synthetic Romance EP. Wow, that's my first, I think. Oh, yeah, man. This is uh, Fading Memories. Oh, yeah. Thank you. 
And that was Fading Memories by a Time Cop, Nederlander. So that's uh, the pretty old, and uh, but from the beginning, I, I well, I, I did, wasn't musically uh, teach or anything, so uh, I didn't know how to write music or how to read notes or whatever. So uh, I kind of started playing around with it and did it for a few years, and I made everything from hip hop to classical music until a few years ago. I was like, okay, I, I should make a choice now because I was always fiddling around, you know, never finishing anything. So I just thought to myself, either I'm going to choose for one style of music just to create something, or I'm going to quit making music because it wasn't going anywhere mm. and that's when i saw uh, the movie drive from 2011 with uh, ryan gosling of course never heard of it no oh, no i've never heard it. of it's this film movie. yeah yeah <laughs> of course <laughs> everybody knows it <laughs> So yeah, I was like, oh, this music is great. Uh, I, I've never heard it before. It's just uh, a little bit of Kavinsky before. Mm. But uh, uh, that's when I heard the Electric Youth song with College. And um, yeah, I was like, I, I want to create this music. I want to try to create this kind of music. And that's where um, Childhood Memories, uh, the f that was actually my first song. I, and I put it on SoundCloud with my really cool Time Cop 1983 name. And yeah, that's kind of got the ball rolling so that's kind of the start for me when you were a kid and the cartoons and stuff or whatever that was on tv yeah they dubbed them into dutch no no they didn't so and i'm really grateful for that because uh, well i don't think my english is perfect uh, i have a really big accent but it doesn't matter i really understand english really well because of those uh, uh, comic shows and tv programs so i'm really grateful of that so it's not like everything is in dutch and that's great well that's cool yeah what were, what were some of the things you uh you watched uh, I watched a lot of uh, X-Men Spider-Man Eek the Cat do you know that show fuck I remember I remember that <laughs> that's a, yeah, that's one of those ones that I uh, just been out of my brain until this exact moment oh uh, wow with the terrible thunder lizards they were my favorites <laughs> that's, that was an awesome show man <laughs> Terrible Thunder Lizards. Yeah, yeah that's fucking weird. Yeah, that's like, their name, right? Yeah, that sounds very familiar. Yeah, I think it, it's from... I'm not sure now. I'm starting to doubt. I'm going to look it up. Terrible <laughs> yeah. Thunder Lizards. Get to work, time Yeah, cop. for sure. Yeah, it is. It is Eek the Cat. It's with these two uh, guys from the, the Stone Age. With the three dinosaurs that are cops or something like that. <laughs> I grew up on that, yeah. I mean, because what year would that have been? Because you're 83, so that means you're only slightly younger than I am. So maybe there was I, a few... Sh been, I don't know how quickly this stuff got its way over to... Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I'm not sure from which year it is. You know Eek the Cat, right? Yeah, I remember it. But it wasn't necessarily something that was like, 
on my personal like cartoon roster, but I know it. Yeah. Like when you say when you say eek the cat, all of a sudden I just have this stupid image of this cat, and I'm just like, yeah, it's oh, a wow, I, cat. Yeah, I completely forgot about that. Yeah, maybe it's because I'm a few years younger. And I don't know. It's from uh, the first episode was from uh, September 11, 1992. So I was nine at the time. Yeah, that makes sense. Because for me, I remember. I, I mean, I probably said this before, but like because of my age, you know, there's certain things that you're just on the cusp of sometimes, and then. If you were one year younger or two years younger, you would like some other stuff and, and yeah. uh, you didn't have access to. Yep. So for me, yeah. I was right on the edge of Power Rangers. So like I was in grade uh, five yeah. and I was just old enough to be like, this is lame. You know what I mean? But I know that had I been like a year younger or maybe even just two years younger, yeah, yeah. I would have I would have thought Power Rangers was a lot cooler than it was. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I always hated Power Rangers because they were so fake and those really yeah. cheap effects and yeah, it sucked. I think it did. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's an interesting thing. I've been told that the Japanese version is a lot better. Is it? Apparently it's more violent and they actually have like kind of darker storylines because remember like the original Power Rangers in the States they just took footage from this Japanese one and then just shot yeah. footage of, of American actors in, and I guess they just changed storylines around because some of them were a little too mature for the kids. I would think that the, the enemies are all Japanese, right? Yeah, because the way they wiggle around when they talk and stuff, I mean, yeah. I don't think they do it that way now. Who knows? It's the same, uh, I think, with video games as well, though. Like, certain franchises, like Pokemon and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Where I feel like, had I been just a few years younger, I probably would have, you know, been into that franchise. But it just sort of passed me by. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But whatever, man. It's all good. <laughs> are you are you doing internet research now? I hear you sort of... Yeah, I'm looking at it, at uh, the Power Rangers. <laughs> the, it, it really looks bad, man. <laughs> and Batman was cool, actually, but... Uh, well, yeah, no, Power Batman Rangers, the Animated Series is the... If we're talking about 1992, then... Yep. Batman the Animated Series was a one of my favorites of all time. Are you more of a, a Thundercats guy or something? No, uh, for me, cartoons from the actual 80s, my favorites were uh, the Ghostbusters, the real Ghostbusters. Oh, Ghostbusters, I love those too. And yeah. I liked uh, a lot uh, Gummy Bears and um, DuckTales. Ah, uh, yeah. Then in the 90s, it's Batman the Animated Series. Like, that's my yep. favorite. I don't really consider Simpsons a cartoon. Sometimes people do. Like, we're like, what about the Simpsons? I'm like, I, I kind of feel like the simpsons is just more of a like a comedy show like it's weird to refer to it as a cartoon yeah i think so too and it's been there for ages so yeah 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 well how about this let's move forward in time here and listen to some more time cop all right so we're gonna move forward here to to childhood memories that's the one that you uh you mentioned uh, earlier yeah that's actually my first song i released yeah now we're gonna we're gonna listen to it well because you also you, yeah, you released it early, but then you put it on an album afterwards, right? Was that the way that worked? Yeah, it was. It, I was in contact with the Playmaker label from Belgium. And um, I had a few songs lying around, and they asked me if I was interested in releasing it on a uh, on the album. And Child of Memories was on there, and some uh, other uh, other songs like Lost in Your Eyes. It was the instrumental version at first. I had some songs lying around, and they just asked me if I was interested in releasing with them, and that's wh what we did. And uh, it was my first album. Yeah. Well, let's uh, well let's listen to it, man. This is Childhood Memories. By Time Cop, 
And that was Childhood Memories by Time Cop. 1983, and I am here right now with Time Cop, Yordi. Hey, man, Andy. Uh, we're having a good time. Who did the cover for that album? For uh, Childhood Memories? Mm. It was Master Control Program. I don't know him personally, but... That uh, is a Dwayne means... Dybolt? That's a... Or DeBolt? Yeah, yeah, that's him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I haven't heard from him in ages. Now yeah, he's I he's still him. around. Oh, is he? Oh. I missed all of his work then. That's too bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I chat with him occasionally. I know he's he's still doing stuff. Yeah. How's the internet research going right now? Do you have did you pull up anything good? I was looking up some funny Dutch swear words to translate to you in English. Oh, so. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I still want to tease that for later in the show. Yeah. <laughs> That's always my favorite part whenever I have people on who speak a different language. It's like I gotta know. Yep. How do you say fuck, man? It's so important <laughs> to me. I imagine it's probably the same. Or I bet you it's something that sounds similar, isn't it? No, it doesn't at all. <laughs> well, it's not. It's not like a, we say Fieken or something. Like, it's not. Yeah, Fieken is, is German, actually. Oh, is it? <laughs> yeah, it's a fucking in, in German. <laughs> How many, do you, do you speak more than uh, two languages or like? Well, uh, we're a, sm- a pretty small country, so uh, we have to know a lot of languages. In school, we, we learn it a lot. So we le- learn German, French. English, of course. There's a, a lot of la- languages that are being taught at school, so that's great. How well How well do you function with those other ones? With the German, I think I'm pretty good, or at least I understand it pretty good, because my uncle, uh, who is from the Netherlands, but he moved to, uh, to Germany like 60 years ago, and his wife only speaks German. So um, I got to learn a lot of German from that mm. and uh, from school as well. But speaking, I, I'm not so good at it, but listening, it's pretty good. It's funny. They uh, always speak German to us, my, my German family. And we always speak Dutch back to them because yeah. we both <laughs> don't want to speak each other's language. We, we, we refuse to do that. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's pretty funny, but it works. And I, I got to learn a lot of German from it. So that's, that's a big plus. It's always impressive when people can, because, uh, you know, in, I mean, Canada and the States, it's sort of, it's not really, I don't know many bilingual people. I mean, like in Quebec, yeah. in Canada, they are right? the French part, you know, they're good because they can speak English and French. Yep. And uh, French is our second language in the country, but we just sort of learn it in school. Ah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's it's not quite the same as in like European countries where people all like understand like four or five different languages. And, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a great skill to have. I wish I, I wish I could. I do sort of what you do. My mom is French, so. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh. Like my French is shit, but I understand yeah. when she talks yeah, yeah, so yeah. like I do the same thing where she speaks in French to me and I reply to her in English I but mean, I do understand yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah that's great that's, I, I think it's, it's good if it works that way it's, it's great but uh, like if you're in America or something well apart from Spanish maybe you won't have to learn another language because everybody in the world speaks English so mm. and, and even if you're trying to speak German the only thing you need to know is Scheiße yeah a Ficken yeah <laughs> <laughs> That's all you need. You can you can go yeah. through a whole country just saying those two words and you'll be fine. And beer is beer, so <laughs> <laughs> that's all you need. Uh, you can just point. I know in Germany, like everyone's <laughs> just running around drunk with beer, so like you just have to just point and then they'll hand you one. Yeah. That's how it works over there. That's Germany, mm. just in, in, in one sentence. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying now you're in the attic here where your studio is. So how does that? Yeah. How does that work? Do you have like a family? Are you relegated to that room? Like, are you trapped up there or? Uh, is that just 
the best place to set up? My dungeon. My girlfriend locks me up in here every yeah. once in a while. <laughs> At least two nights uh, or three nights a week I'm allowed to go down. <laughs> so uh, the rest of the time I'm just here and uh, I get bored. So I start making music. So uh, yeah, that's kind of how I started making music. Well, that's fun. <laughs> no, but <laughs> no, I'm not tied to a family. I live together with my uh, with my girlfriend in a house. Yeah, it's it was the biggest room that was still available. So uh, I gladly took over the attic. But there's a washing machine here as well, so sometimes that's on. But it's okay. Do you ever want to sample it into your music? Mm, maybe I should. Maybe I should. <laughs> these are these are the great ideas that I come up with, which is why I'm not a music producer. <laughs> well, it could sound great. I mean, there's a steady <laughs> beat going on, so I, I might try it. <laughs> See, sometimes, you know, these great ideas are born of uh, stupidity, I guess. <laughs> Yep, that's what's making music all is all about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, how, here's what we'll do. Although we do have some more music to listen to, and we'll do it in a second. Give me one swear word now, and we'll start doing them throughout the show. All right. Perfect. Perfect. I have one. It's hondenlil. 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 Yeah. <laughs> it uh, basically means you're an asshole, but if you translate it, it says a dog's dick. So you're a dog's dick. <laughs> so what part is dog and what part is dick? What is hunden? Hunden means dogs and lil means dick. Lil? Lil, yeah. L-U-L. Lil. lil. <laughs> like L-O-L, but then lil. So hunden lil. Yeah. So you're a dog dick. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> dog's dick. <laughs> Or oh, you're such a dog's dick, man. <laughs> all right, that's perfect. Good. All right, this is going to be a good show. We're gonna slow. We're gonna slowly dole these out over the course of the. <laughs> hey, man, let's listen to another track. We're gonna move forward here. Yeah. I've actually just picked a track from each one of your albums because you've got a lot of uh, stuff out. You've been doing music for uh, yeah. many years, and uh, so it's nice to just pick these random ones from each uh, album. So we are at the Journeys album now. Oh yeah. And this nice. was the track you did with Dana Jean Phoenix. This is Dreams. By Time Cop 
And that was Dreams, featuring Dana Jean Phoenix by Time Cop 1983. Hondenlil. Dogstick, dogstick. So this was a cool one because you did, uh, I don't know if you gave Dana Jean a different instruction or if she just changed the way she was singing based on your song, but it's definitely a different sound to her voice than I've seen. She's yeah. kind of doing more sort of dreamy vocals yep. on this track. Yeah, I didn't really give her instructions. I never do that. I always give people the total freedom to do whatever they want, to come up with uh, whatever they want because it's really a collaboration. At least it's the way I see it. So uh, I give them total freedom and yeah this is what she sent me the very first time so uh, I'm really really happy with it and I mean my style is kind of dreamy or at least that's the way I see it and uh, I think her, her voice fits great into my music so I was really happy with it yeah yeah no it's a it was a cool song man oh thank you <laughs> I saw um, you were uh I remember, like, I think Sunglasses Kid posted a picture because you guys were all yeah. playing some show together. It was you and yeah. uh, a Sunglasses, Sunglasses Kid, kid and, and College uh, and Metelvin. Yeah, it was at the Amsterdam Dance Event. So how was that? Oh, that was really, really amazing. This uh, uh, Joel from uh, Urban Road Records, he uh, uh, organized the uh, the event. It was uh, 1984 Night Arcade, and it, it was just awesome. And uh, I've been talking to Ed, uh, Sunglasses Kid, for a long time. Yeah, it was so cool to finally meet him. And uh, we had a lot of fun because uh, before the show, they um, there's a lot of canals in Amsterdam. So uh, they booked a, a private boat for us to uh, uh, do a little tour of the canals. And uh, we had dinner on uh, on. The the boat so we really got to know each other that's really great also with uh, uh with david college and uh nico metelvin so it was really great and uh we had a great time uh, on the boat and then the uh, event still had to start so uh, it was an amazing experience i felt like a rock star on it we were on a boat that was actually rented by uh, uh rihanna as well when she was in amsterdam so it was really special was that like the boat's claim to fame did like the guy come downstairs like you know rihanna rented <laughs> <Yeah>. this boat <laughs> yeah that was was the first thing he said hey Rihanna was on this boat my name is Peter I'm your captain (laughs) yeah kind of like that well that's cool how did that show work exactly like how long were each of your sets like was was anyone like a main act or were you all just doing like a certain amount of time like how did that well of course I mean college and Metelvin are really really big names in the scene so uh, I always see them or I saw them as the kind of headliners of the event but they were playing a DJ set so I'm not really sure if you can see it as a headliner then of course they're big names but as in making music so I, I think we were all treated the same it was the intention that the guy from uh, Urban Road records uh, joel started with djing but uh, unfortunately his usb stick didn't work so he couldn't play anything so college and metelvin started playing and uh, after that i did my show for, for about an hour hour and 15 minutes or so then uh at the sunglasses kid did his show and then it was back to the djing of uh, uh, college and metelvin again but it, it was amazing. It was completely sold out right from the beginning. There was a line of like 45 minutes even to get in into the venue. So for, for Synthwave in Holland, I, I really think it was really special that it was so big. And yeah, it was just an amazing, amazing experience for all of us. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Yeah. How did it work then for like carting your gear? Like how much gear do you bring when you're doing a, a live show? Yeah, it depends. If I'm in Holland doing a show, I usually bring a few of my hardware synths as well. 
but uh, if I go abroad, then I just take my laptop with a, a keyboard controller and a, a, a launch pad mm. uh, with it. So it's a pretty basic setup, but uh, I can still do my show uh, anyway. But with the hardware synths, I always prefer it because, yeah, it gives you more of a, a stage presence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we have Hondenlul. Hondenlul, yeah. Hondenlul. All right, what else do you got for me? We do have uh, a lot of words or swear words that start with cut. That means cunt. <laughs> <laughs> I would never so, have guessed. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> Wait, so how do you, how do you say, it, say it again? Cut. Kurt. Like that? Kurt. Kurt. It's spelled K-U-T. Kurt. Kurt, yeah. Kurt. And we, we have like cut sock. You're a cunt sack. Or a... Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Did you mean oh, yeah. sack like sack like a bag? Yeah, like a bag. You're a cunt bag, and uh, uh, you also <laughs> we also have cut soy. That's when we say like, ah, oh, damn it, I did something wrong. We say cut soy. That means cunt mess. Wait, so. <laughs> Okay, are these are these like swear words that like like kids can't say this? No, of course not. No, it's like the K word, and it's the, it's the bad word. It's like the F word in in English. I like the idea. It's the K word. <laughs> yeah, we always Don't say, say the, yeah, K the K word. word. Yeah. <laughs> so cut like that. Cut. Yeah. Cut sack. Was it was sack even again? Cut sock. Yeah. Cut sock. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like when we're saying ah fuck, then we say cut. Cut. That that hurts a lot. Can't that hurts a lot. Yeah, you know what? Lately, I, I mean, it's this. It sounds terrible, but like I, <laughs> my show. This is the stupidest show. <laughs> um, but I. Uh, Yeah, because see, I used to swear a lot. I mean, I still do. And th there comes a point where certain swear words just don't satisfy anymore. So, like, you know, saying fuck is is pretty bad, I guess. But now, when I stub yeah. my toe or actually hurt myself, yep. I skip directly to, I guess, in our case, the c word, not the oh, k yeah. word, because that's the only <laughs> word that like satisfies me now. Like, if I do something stupid and hurt myself, you know, you have to you have He's to like, graduate. God. Yeah, you got to go to the worst word. Yeah. <laughs> So the F word isn't really that bad anymore. I mean, it, yeah, like it is, but it's just like it's not when you need something good. I, I mean, sometimes people yeah. don't understand when I tell them that. They're just like, oh, that's a harsh word. Because in North America, <laughs> people like the C word is seen yeah, as yeah. way more harsh than the F word. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's like, yeah. That's why. So it's interesting. Like when I have people on like in Europe or like in England, like it's not a big deal like that. I mean, that word, no, yeah. it's still a swear word, but I mean, it's not the same as it is over here for some reason. No. Yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. I thought the F word was like the, the forbidden word to no, say. No, no, no. Here it's the C word. It's the C word. Oh, wow. Wow. Good. Uh, we, we say fuck here all the time as well. Uh, when I hurt myself, uh, I say either cut, so, so can, or I say fuck. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my show is like if I was a child I feel like sometimes I I just like <laughs> doesn't matter aren't we all children inside I guess that's true man I have a lot of this nostalgia and all this it's anyway let's let's uh, let's listen to some music yeah how about that this has all been very very lovely talking um here this is lovely talking what have, I think I <laughs> I think I'm like forgetting how to speak my own language. This is lovely talking. Yeah. <laughs> right. We're going to move to the uh, the Waves EP yeah. and we're going to listen to a cool track called Tonight by Time Cop 1983. 
And that was Tonight by Time Cop 1983. That's a cool track. I know uh, later on you did like a vocal version yeah, collaboration right. with somebody on a later album. Yeah, with the Back in the Future. But that was cool. I also I dig the yeah. instrumental as well. I think it's a, I think it's a good track. Well, thank you, thank you. But I always like the uh, uh, vocal versions much more because I know the music. I mean, that's what I do all the time. So for me, it isn't so special anymore. And if somebody uh, records lyrics to it, for me, it works best. But uh, I mean, everybody has their opinion, right? What happened in that uh, in that instance, anyways? Like, why did he put vocals on? Is that something like they they just did? Back in the future, they contacted me through email. It was two guys starting a band. He asked me for some songs that uh, he could record to or write lyrics to, and then record on them. And um, yeah, that's where tonight was born. They recorded it in the studio and um, added some elements to it, like some guitar playing to it, and they mastered the the song. So yeah. I think they did a really great job. Some people aren't that much of a fan of the the wrapped part in it, but I think it's great. I mean, it's something different, and uh, I like it a lot. Yeah, it's interesting when people get into that too with the with the synth wave because I know, uh, like Sunglasses Kid, he's got a yep. rapping track on the uh, on his last album. Yep, and uh, and it's always fun. It's fun, right? Because it's sort of that rap from the '80s is is different than uh, it is different. Than yeah, the new rap, yeah, and it's more just about sort of like fun things and sneakers and stuff. Yeah, well, with my track with tonight. The rap part isn't that much or of a really old school rap, I think. But I think it really fits the song still. So, so what do you uh, what do you do in your free time, man? Well, I, I do make a lot of music, of course, and um, I do uh, cycling as well, some uh, road racing and uh, mountain biking. I used to do uh, cycling matches as well, so competition. But um, lately, I haven't been doing much. So for the last few months, I uh, only cycle like w- once or twice. Does that mean you got like big, strong legs? Well, I <laughs> <laughs> really muscular legs. <laughs> I I'd used like to, to have them. I'd like to uh, just note that that is probably the best question I've ever asked on this show. Yeah, that's a very important one. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna ask every person that from now on. Just do you have muscular legs? Do you have big, strong legs? Like really casually, like ah, it's great music. Do you have really strong legs? (laughs) Good, good suck, (laughs) good suck. Hold a little. Ah, oh, so stupid. <laughs> yeah, but I, I gained a few pounds from not cycling, so uh, that's pretty bad, actually. Maybe 20, 25 pounds or something. So uh, I should start cycling again, but I just can't find the time. And the weather is really shitty, so used to eat so much candy and cookies as well. But when I was cycling, it do- didn't matter. I was cycling like uh, four or five days in a week for five or six hours straight, so it, it didn't really matter. I didn't gain any weight. Oh, I love uh, fucking candy. I, I can't stop. Like I am, uh, (laughs) if we buy, cause we buy a lot of junk and if it's there, I have what I call the four basic food groups of snacking. So (laughs) it's like you have your chocolate, you know, then you have your candy, then you've got your chips and and if you have like a can of pop or whatever, and then you can switch between each one because it can't, like if you just have a big bag of candy, you know, like, like just, you you can't really eat the whole thing. Like you sort of start to slow down because it's all gummy and all this. Yeah. But then if you can eat some chips in between, then that sort of resets your palate so that you can have more of the other. So if you have all of this stuff just sitting on the counter, I can just sit there and I just go, I grab a little mini chocolate bar, I eat that, I grab a fistful of chips, I eat those, I turn around, I eat some gummy bears. Yeah, I can imagine, man. And uh, they also also say uh, sparkling water helps a lot because of the gases that fill up your stomach so you won't be hungry anymore. Ooh, that's sneaky. That's a little tip. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm a mu- musician slash veterinarian. No, not veterinarian. That's something different. Well, <laughs> <laughs> maybe no, we'll that take as it. well. That is know. a veterinarian tip, and that's the best one. Yep. <laughs> is a drink sparkling water to fill your belly. Well, yep. you did a, a track uh, for a trailer for a game called uh, Crossing Souls, and we're going to listen yeah. to that track now because it's cool. This is Mercury by Time Cop 1983.
And that was Mercury by Time Cop, 1983. You did that for a game Kickstarter trailer? Yeah, that's right. For uh, Crossing Souls by uh, Four Attic. They uh, asked me to be a part of the soundtrack, so that's uh, really great. That was my first step into soundtracking, so I was really, really happy with that. And I'm doing uh, uh, the soundtrack together with uh, Chris Kopke. He's from uh, from Germany. That's a, a 16 or 17 year old guy that's really classically thought. He does a lot of uh, classical music and like old school, like Disney style of uh, soundtracking. So that's a, a kind of an in- interesting combination, but I think it works well. And um, they're working on the game and I'm working on the soundtrack. And uh, hopefully they will release it this year or maybe next year. They're uh, pretty uh, busy with it. I think I saw on Steam that they yeah. said they said, 2017 but maybe that'll change it's i think it said spring yeah. but uh, have you got you an opportunity to, to see some of it like in the beta build or anything yeah 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 i uh, had some some tryout levels or some beta levels and uh, it's amazing it's a really old school feeling to it it's a, a pixel art kind of game so uh, yeah it looks amazing feels amazing and hopefully the people will like the music in it as well how did how did they get in touch with you just they sent me an email that uh, they were going to do a Kickstarter campaign and they asked me if I was interested in doing some su- soundtracking for it then uh, Devolver Digital got involved It's uh, they published the Hotline Miami series as well you probably heard of it right? No never oh, no, I've yeah. never heard of Drive I've never heard of Hotline Miami nah. what else haven't I heard of? Synthwave Synthetics FM <laughs> hey I don't know why I just thought of this but uh, you know we were talking about cycling earlier and uh, you know eating junk food and, and gaining weight like, do you have a metabolism though where you got to keep on the move? Is that part of it? Well, I, or do you just feel like it is all the terrible food? I never knew I did, but uh, now I do have it. Well, that's what being thirty is <laughs> all about, man. I feel like yeah. it's it's like once you get in your thirties, then all of a sudden all of that stuff. I mean, I know there's people out there who you know when they're overweight or whatever, and they and they go, oh, you know, I feel I, I feel so jealous of those people who can just eat yep. eat so much and they don't show it. And I'm like, well, yeah. they will, you know, like once they you reach will. a certain age, eventually like, everybody does. Yeah, if you're talking about people in their 20s or whatever. But mind you, I'm also surprised, you know, when I see like big fat people. Yeah. Because I always, I always think to myself like, oh, you know, I feel bad. Like they, they're eating like the food I'm eating and it's affecting them differently. But then when I actually like see how much they eat. Yeah, then it's then a I'm different like, story. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Because I mean, like I feel like I eat a lot yep. uh, for me. And then I go like, oh, wow. Like they're drinking like whole bottles of pop. Yeah, like, like a drink. Two liters know, like, or something. Yeah. yeah. It's like for me, like one can of Coke a day feels like too much. Uh, and it, pro- it probably is. Yep. I have the same now. So that's the thing. Like, I'll, I'll have a can of Coke with dinner, and even then I feel sort of like, oh, I, I got to drink the whole can. I have a problem with <laughs> with portions. So, like, if someone gives oh, me yeah. a big plate of food, I feel like I have to eat the whole plate. Yeah, me too. And if it's a smaller plate, you'll eat it as well, and then you're uh, uh, full too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just as satisfied. To, yeah, it's funny yeah. that way. Yeah. Because, I mean, I can keep going, especially, like, hamburgers, because I love oh, yeah. hamburgers so much. Oh, man. And, uh... I can eat several. Like, I don't care. Like, if someone puts, like, a few hamburgers on the plate, like, I'll eat them all. But if I have one, I'm happy, too, you know? Yep. You're satisfied. Yeah. I know what you mean. I have the same problem. Especially with candy and cookies and things like that. Well, yeah, candy, man, is just so... Oh, God. I mean, I'm I'm saying this right now. I mean, I know in, in the other room, I can just... 
I can just yeah. sense it there waiting for me. I have all these fucking bags of like eat the, me, eat yeah, me. yeah, <laughs> the fucking mini chocolate bars and all that stuff. And yep. I, I want it all. I just don't buy it any. Well, I still buy it, but uh, not that much anymore. And that also helps a lot. Yeah, see, it's tricky though if you live with someone who uh, who doesn't want to stop eating the candy. Yep. That, then it's like now problem. now you have to like drag them down into it for your life change. Yep. You know, like that's the thing. It's just like hey, you know, it's, yeah. Because if someone you know lives with me or whatever. And it, I don't know why I'm saying this like I'm not talking about my wife yeah. but if, if you know if someone like hey we should all go for a run you know we should start running every day yep. and I'm like uh, no, no I don't want to do I'll, that I'll go you know? running when I want yeah. <laughs> which is never <laughs> and uh <laughs> So then I, I understand that feeling if I then told somebody else just like, hey, you're going to start eating your diet based on what I need because I can't help myself. Yep. Maybe it's a little unfair, you know? People can enjoy yeah. their Coke in peace. Yeah, everybody's got their thing, you know? <laughs> they, people can do whatever they want. <laughs> This is a great conversation. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't make any sense at all, but hey, love, does it matter? I love any time uh, when people come on this show, it's like I don't think they ever really know where it's going to go. and It's always something so <laughs> no. stupid. I've listened to a lot of your interviews and uh, I was kind of expecting something like this, <laughs> which is great. <laughs> it's not a bad thing at all, but it's great that we can just casually talk and talk a bit about music as well so it's great well i think even sometimes when people prepare i think i've had a few people who like they come sort of really prepared to talk about their music and then all of a sudden we're you know yeah. talking about our favorite kind of jackets or something you know and then the whole thing gets like <laughs> fucking derailed yeah that doesn't matter yeah <laughs> but let's uh, move forward in time here in the fucking time cop library to the album reflections yeah which is a cool album we're gonna listen to a song called drifting away Way by Time Cop 1983. Hondelul, was it? I can't. Hondelul. Hondelul. Yeah. <laughs> Dog's dick. <laughs>
And that was Drifting Away by Time Cop, 1983. And I'm here with Time Cop right now. Your D. Yeah, Your D. Do you actually say like your D or is it like your D? Your D. Your, your D. D. Like it is a it is a strong D sound. Yeah, it's a, a more of like a strong O. Your D. Your D. Yeah, that's right. Your D. Yeah. I, how do you say your last name? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I'd love to hear you try that. Leenaert. Okay, because it looks to me like I would have said like Leonarts. That's how I would have said it. Oh, it kind of sounds the same. Leenaert, yeah. Leenaert. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> Does that mean anything? Not that I'm aware of. I, I, it's a small town in Belgium, I think, but I, I'm not really sure about it. I don't think it actually means anything. It's always cool when people have last names that do. Yeah. <laughs> last names like fucking sword blade or something. Something you know? Yep, that would be cool. It would be cool. Mine is just that uh, doesn't mean anything. Yeah. <laughs> Yours means something, right? It actually does, but it's lame what it means. Oh, what does it mean? It doesn't mean the word last, like as in last place or whatever. It it's a wooden thing that goes into oh, for really? making shoes. It's like a wooden foot shape that you would build a shoe onto. Oh, uh, yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For a shoe, yeah. Yeah, and, it, and, it, and that thing is called a last. Yeah, it's kind of the same in Dutch. It's laced in Dutch. Laced, yeah. See, that's my alias. Whenever I <laughs> whenever I make up my name, if I have to sign up to something on the internet, I always write it as laced. <laughs> really? Yeah, I'm always... and Or, or Lastovsky. Lastovsky, yeah. That's the Russian version. Yeah, where, where it fucked me up because I would like be emailing someone who was important like through school or whatever and they wouldn't respond and I'm like why aren't you answering my email I'm like wait who are you I'm just like and like, are you Dr. Uh, Andreas Lastovsky I'm like yeah like I'm not gonna put my real information on the everything's different now because you know if you have an account that's tied to your fucking credit card or something like you have to yeah. put your real name in or else it, the then fucking thing to, doesn't yeah. work but uh, you know when email first started and I still have my email address from when I first got an email address yeah yeah i still have my first one although i don't use it as much anymore i had to navigate away from it but yeah, like yeah, yeah. I, I have the same <laughs> so I, I have a hotmail address yep and people uh every time i tell them i have a hotmail address they, they look at me like i'm just some fucking grandpa <laughs> wow, or something. you're old yeah it's just like hotmail <laughs> like isn't hotmail still a thing like i thought it still was a thing <laughs> Used to be cool. <laughs> was it ever cool? Uh, well, no. <laughs> okay, no, it, it wasn't. It was a thing. <laughs> do you like uh, play games or watch movies or anything? Or are you like a physical dude? You like you like sports and stuff? Nah, I just not really, not uh, not um, anymore. I used to do a lot of cycling, but uh, I did it so much, I don't feel like it anymore. Hmm. But I do watch uh, a lot of movies with my girlfriend. And uh, a lot of uh, shows, like series. and. Uh, do you have, like, a Dutch Netflix? Yeah, we do. We do, of course. We're not living under a stone or anything, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How is Dutch Netflix? You got a lot of content on that? Yeah, it's not the same as in the U.S., unfortunately. Well, neither is Canadian Netflix. Oh, uh, no, isn't it? No. Ah, uh, man, that sucks. I hate it, because there's a lot of shows that are the same as in the U.S., but they're, like, at season six or seven... And we're still at season two, so yeah. that sucks. But uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's great. It's great to have it. Yeah, it's better than downloading it illegally. So uh, we're doing something good here. Yeah. Well, it's just easier. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm glad they made it because that's the thing that pisses me off is when, uh, you know, when, when companies will complain about piracy, mm-hmm. but then if you actually pay money for the thing, it's actually harder to, um, like, I mean, I 
a few years ago when I actually bought, I use uh, Adobe After Effects. That's a program oh, I yeah. used. Yeah. Yeah. And it's an expensive program. Now you got to sign Very, up to the yeah. Adobe Creative Cloud. But back then, it was like a thousand bucks for that program. Yep. What pissed me off was if you downloaded the cracked version of that program, yeah. it was easier to install. Like you just click <laughs> on it and you would install it. But then when I finally paid for it and I was thinking like, okay, you know what? I've used this program a lot in my life. It's the one I use the most when I'm doing videos and stuff. Like I'll yep. pay for it, even though it's fucking a thousand dollars. And I did. And then to install the program required like fucking ten more steps. Like I yeah, got like registration remote. and maybe some dongles even. Oh man, it was so stupid. Uh, luckily, I didn't have to dongle anything, but I fucking oh, yeah, had to. That you know, sucks so much. I had to, uh, you know, like oh, you you put it in and then you have to fucking sign up. So you got to register for the, the Adobe account. Then the Adobe account has to be live and active while you type in your password, so they can confirm it. Like yeah. you had to do all of these steps. Yeah, and, and I was just like, fucking, the cracked version was easy than this <laughs> I know about it man it, it sucks but I mean they have to do it right that's the only way to get an official version and otherwise everybody can download it anyway so it makes sense it's just I feel like part of the thing is it should be like when you pay yeah one of the perks of paying is, hey, if you pay, it's actually easier than you're sneaking around, you know, downloading uh, torrents and stuff like that. And I feel like Netflix is one of those services where it's it's easy. It's just easier. You know what I mean? It's yep. just it's there. You can watch it. You don't have to fucking fill your hard drive with gibberish and you don't have to go, yeah. you know. But the Pirate uh, Bay or whatever. So, yeah, 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 yeah. It is. It, it's really easy, and uh, with, with the apps on the TV as well, so that that's, works great. They should give me some money now. For this, yep, we're, me we're, too. We're, a this, lot. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think they need some uh, promotion. I don't think they're doing so well. Netflix. I don't think anyone's heard Netflix. of it. Get a subscription now. <laughs> <laughs> let's uh, let's listen to another track, dude. Yeah, here's a cool one. This is a track called "Lovers" from the Lovers EP. Yeah. This is uh, I just said it. This is Lovers, <laughs> featuring Sea Waves by Time Cop 1983.
And that was Lovers featuring Sea Waves by Time Cop 1983. I'm with Time Cop right now. Hey. Who is Sea Waves? I don't think I've heard of them before. Uh, it's two guys, Simon and Dan, I think. Si and Dan. And um, they're two guys from England. And um, yeah, they're making great music. I was listening a lot to their music uh, on SoundCloud. And they, they said something on Twitter uh, like, uh, Luke was at the top of our listening list and it was me I was like okay I'm guilty yep. sorry <laughs> <laughs> and then we started chatting and um, yeah that's when we decided to do a track together so they're really really uh, talented guys and that's great it's always nice the way that when these collaborations can happen I miss the, the joy yeah. of the internet when it's working right when it's working right then yeah. of course <laughs> so what is uh, what's on tap man what's on tap for the fucking future time cop what you got coming up yeah there's a, a lot coming up I, I've started to do more live shows so it's, uh, that's great and um, there's a, a vinyl release uh, going to happen together with uh, Urban Road Records will be a vinyl version of uh, uh, Reflections and uh, yeah just a lot I'm working on uh, Lovers Part 2 as well just in case this interview airs in like three months time just pretend all yeah. of this stuff happened and uh, uh, and talk about how great it was yeah sure <laughs> <laughs> it's really hard for me <laughs> well I had a, a gig in uh, in Russia and it was great Morst. was it great it was awesome really awesome man <laughs> it was a, a really good time drinking a lot of vodka dancing with Putin and yeah. things like that it was awesome <laughs> Had the best time ever. That does sound like a great time. <laughs> it was. Lovers Part 2, man. That's that's going to be the next like official release? Yeah, it will be the next official release. Uh, it will be a, a sequel, of course, to Lovers Part 1. And um, I just started working on it, so I'm not really sure when it comes out. But I hope around the summer uh, of this year. Mm. And um, I'm doing some collabs for it as well. So that's uh, that's really great stuff. We'll see about it, how it goes. So if you had to rank all the people that you've uh, collaborated with, which yeah. one do you like the best? Well... <laughs> They're all great. Oh, you know, but then you I'm have to really say which one you you think is the worst. All right, that's the way this um, question goes. Who's the best and who's the worst? Well, I'm not going to say the worst because I've never released uh, uh, with the worst. So that's your answer there. You're a very diplomatic guy. Yeah, I don't know, man. There, there's so many great people, and I'm not being cliche or anything, but I really think they're all great. But I, I think my favorite is uh, uh, "Let's Talk" with uh, Josh Daly. He made the song so perfect. So that's uh, that's my favorite. I think. Yeah, no, that's a really good song because the one that. FM84 put out on his album yeah was it's slightly different right like he that was like well, a, a reworking yeah, I- yeah, it's a reworking, and he added some elements to it, uh, really great elements, actually. And he did a really cool remix, but um, uh, the, the structure is kind of like the same, mm-hmm. but it's still different, you know. It's it's great. I'm really happy with the, with what he did. Me too, man. It was good. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's great to hear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, Cole is a great guy, so yeah. I'm really honored that he did it. Yeah, no, that was definitely a fucking cool thing. Um, well, yeah. listen, we can probably fucking wrap this up. But is there any is there any other swear words that we need to know? I just looked one up. It's a uh, uh, clear liar. Clear liar. Clear liar. Clear liar. Literally, it means clothes sufferer. 
Like clothes you wear. Clothes? <laughs> Doesn't make any sense at all. Clothes sufferer. Yeah. What? That's the literal translation. Well, in what context would you use that word? It's like a motherfucker. Oh, you clear layer, you motherfucker. You you clothes sufferer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, so like, can kids say that one? Nah, well, it's not as bad as uh, a cut or a, a lul, but uh, uh, of course they can't say it, no. And there's also a pretty funny one, actually, I just re- read it here. Uh, it's lamzak. Like, uh, when someone's really, uh, really lazy, mm. they don't do anything, you say, ah, lamzak. And it literally means lame sack. Lame sack. Or lame I bag. I love anything that ends with sack. <laughs> I call people a lame sack. I guess in English you you would call someone, like, if they're lazy like that, you call them, like, a sack of shit. Yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you lazy sack of shit. So is there, like, a Dutch, like, version of shit? Uh, Yeah. Is that where we're going to end the show? (laughs) Yeah. It's a scheit. It's almost the same. Scheit. Scheit. Scheit, yeah. Scheit. <laughs> is it with an I sound? Like shite or is it shat? No, it's uh, uh, S-C-H-I-J-T. So, it, of course, you pronounce it differently, but it's sh- and an eight. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> I hope people appreciate this <laughs> great show. I'm, I'm not putting. sure about it. <laughs> I don't think I can ever do an interview again because they don't want to talk to me again. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, it's all my fault. So, is there anything? Uh, is there anything we didn't talk about that uh, you wanted to to mention? I've mentioned my uh, vinyl release coming up, so uh, nah, I don't think there's uh, something we need to talk about. <laughs> It was a pretty good interview. Yeah, I, I, I dug real deep in this one. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Fucking bicycles and Dutch swear words. I think that's the... Yeah, and diet tips. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, there were some good <laughs> diet tips in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we did. We did good work here today. Sparkling water with lemon. Yeah. <laughs> that's the thing you need to remember. Well, anyways, dude, it was uh, it was nice to meet you. Yeah, likewise, man. Thank you for having me. No problem. Uh, you have a lovely uh, uh, Dutch evening. Keep making cool music. Thank you. You have a great Canadian day as well. I'll, I'll try, man. Uh, maybe we'll end with a little track here. So this is, uh, this is a track called Visions. Yeah. Off the Running in the Dark EP, and I've been uh, chatting with... I don't know why I'm all of a sudden talking in a calm voice, but... Uh, <laughs> and I've been chatting here tonight with Time Cop 1983, and this is Visions. Uh, how do you say goodbye in Dutch? We say it here in the South. We have a special way. We say, how do? How do? How do? That sounds like a Street Fighter thing. <laughs> how do? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> how do? How do? How do, Ken? <laughs> Oh, I guess that's the, why I'm uh, saying that. I'm an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> if we say it like that, it means bye-bye Ken. So it means Rayu and Ken are enemies. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, that's How right. How do, yeah. Ken? How do, Ken? <laughs> Has anyone ever made that joke? <laughs> I think it just made it up. <laughs> hey, man, you better fucking patent that shit before it's too late. A very <laughs> specific yeah. a very specific southern joke. Uh, uh, Dutch, About Street I, Fighter. <laughs> it's so obscure, I can't even properly articulate what it is. But... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, man, it was it was good talking to you. Yeah, nice to meet you, man. And we'll uh, we'll now end with a little track. This is Visions by Time Cop 1983. How do? How do?
And that was Time Cop, 1983. And that was a funny conversation. I always love swear words in other languages. There's just something about the uh, the translation that always makes me laugh. Anyways, uh, thanks a lot for listening to the show. Hope you guys have a lovely weekend. And tune in next time to Beyond Synth, the best synthwave chat show there is. And you're not-